Warning, this episode contains content that may be disturbing to some viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. Every country has its own horrifying myths and urban legends. These are passed down from generation to generation. But what may originate as mere ghost stories or rumors can eventually slither farther into the psyche of its citizens, becoming forever ingrained within the culture. Tonight, we discuss five terrifying Japanese urban legends. It is believed by many that the Teke Teke is the malevolent spirit of a young woman or schoolgirl who was cut in half by a train after falling on a railway. Her legless ghost crawls by using her elbows or hands. When the Teke Teke encounters a victim, she will proceed to slice him or her in half. According to the legend, when a boy was walking home one night after school, he noticed an attractive girl standing before a window with her elbows resting on the windowsill. For a moment or two, they both shared smiles. However, the boy soon became confused as he attended a boys-only school. But without warning, the young girl flung herself from the window to reveal that she was missing the other half of her body. Before the boy could react, she began to crawl near him with her elbows, making a distinct teke-teke-teke sound, hence the name. Before he could flee in utter horror, he was swiftly cut in half. Some believe that the teke-teke quickly severs her victims with a saw, while others speculate that she uses a scythe. Regardless, it is more than reasonable to conclude that an encounter with this ill-omened spirit would inevitably mean death. Cowhead, or Gozu, is said to be the most horrifying story ever written. In fact, anyone unfortunate enough to hear it will almost surely perish from fright, or so the story goes. The official narrative says that a short story entitled Cowhead was discovered in Japan in the 17th century. There are only a few written accounts of the story from its initial time period, but the only mentions are of the title. They also claim that the story is too disturbing to tell. Luckily today, most of Cowhead remains unknown due to the original copies being burned. It is said that the last few copies that remained were cut into sections and scattered across the country. However, rumors of remaining fragments still circulate. One of the more recent tales that involves Cowhead is of an elementary school teacher who tells the story to his class, which unsurprisingly has dire consequences. As the legend goes, the teacher somehow obtained fragments of the story. While taking his class to a field trip, he decided to entertain the children during their long drive. Regrettably, the teacher decided to tell Cowhead to his students. But upon saying the title... The children began screaming, pleading with their teacher not to read the story. Foolishly, the teacher ignored his student's warning and continued on with the story. As he proceeded, his eyes became empty, an indication that he became under the influence of some unknown force. 
Before he knew it, the teacher woke up to discover that his bus had crashed. The students that remained were foaming from their mouths and quivering violently. After this tragic incident, it's said that the teacher swore that he would never tell the story again. The Kappa is perhaps one of the most infamous monsters in all of Japanese lore. This bizarre creature resembles a hybrid of a monkey, a frog, and a turtle. Its face closely resembles a monkey while its mouth consists of a turtle's beak. The top of its head protrudes, with the crown being covered by a ring of black hair. It can also be distinguished by its turtle-like shell. Kappas are known to be mischievous by purposely expelling foul-smelling gases and looking up women's skirts. Even so, aside from this ridiculous aspect, they are known to do far worse. Sometimes Kappas will kidnap small children and viciously consume their internal organs. These odious creatures will also lie in wait underwater, in rivers and ponds. During an older time period in Japan, people would often squat over a river to excrete their waste. When they would do this, it was believed that Kappas would emerge from underneath the water and drag their helpless victim down. While drowning them, these vile creatures would reach in their prey's anus, subsequently tearing through their internal organs to their mouth. At this point, the kappa would rip off the tongue and turn the victim's body inside out, thereafter devouring the liver. Interestingly enough, kappas will not always pose harm and are curious about human civilization. Needless to say, the outcome of encountering one of these creatures would most likely be torturous misery beyond compare. Disturbing and horrid tales of places on the dark net known as Red Rooms have been circulating on the surface web for quite some time. Many believe that Red Rooms are hidden websites that livestream murder and torture in exchange for a large amount of bitcoins. However, these rumors originated from an urban legend in Japan that many call the Red Room Curse. According to the story, there was an Adobe Flash animation in the early 2000s that would randomly pop up on users' screens as they were surfing the web. This pop-up would show the image of a door with a recorded voice in the background, asking, Do you like the Red Room? After this question was repeatedly asked, a list of names would come up. The unfortunate users that viewed the animation were later killed, with their blood used to cover the walls of their room. We may never actually know if Red Rooms are real. Nevertheless, there is no doubt that the stories about them will continue to frighten readers on the internet. Nureona, also known as snake women, are reptile-like creatures with the head of a woman and the body of a snake. Most tales of snake women describe them as being over 900 feet in length, as well as holding the capacity to crush large trees. They are most often found on shores washing their hair. A Nureona will usually carry with her a small child bundle. They will use this to attract their prey. 
If a person wishes to hold the bundle sincerely, a snake woman will usually allow him or her to do so. However, if the person decides to remove the swath covering the baby, they will discover that there is no baby within the bundle. After this, the bundle will become extraordinarily heavy, keeping its holder in place and preventing him or her from running. The Nureona will then proceed to suck the blood from her victim by using her lizard-like tongue. Of course, this is only a deep-rooted urban legend like the others, but the stories of the Nureona will continue to be passed down from one generation to the next, preserving a fear far more ancient than our own understanding of ourselves. Europe is a very ancient land, rich with history, bloodshed, long-forgotten secrets, and many infamous legends. Some of these legends would grow from superstition into mainstream fiction, while others continue to remain hidden in the shadow of folklore and mythology. Today, we discuss five unsettling European legends. We're all familiar with Bram Stoker's Dracula, an infamous character who would forever change how the world saw vampires. However, the real inspiration for this undead antagonist came from a fear that once struck the hearts of Eastern Europeans. Strigoi are the disturbing spirits of the dead, or undead corpses returning from their resting place, according to Romanian mythology. Some forms of Strigoi possess more physical and human-like forms. In addition to this, they may also hold supernatural powers, such as the ability to consume the life force of a living organism, take on the appearance of an animal, or become invisible. Hure Grando is considered the first recorded account of a Strigoi, According to his legend, 16 years after his death in 1656, Grando would rise from the grave after dusk and frighten the denizens of the village. Father Giorgio, a priest from the village, eventually discovered that Grando would knock on villagers' doors. This was a foreshadowing that the villagers whose doors were knocked upon would die within the following days. Furthermore, the priest also learned that Grando would return to his widow and relentlessly torment her. Eventually, the villagers decided that they had had enough, and it was time to take matters into their own hands. A group of brave men, led by a villager named Mihu Radetic, went after Grando and attempted to stab him in the heart with a hawthorn stick, but ultimately failed as the stick only bounced off Grando's chest. In 1672, during the following attempt, they decided to march to Grando's grave and unearth his coffin. What they found was a perfectly preserved corpse, smiling. Father Giorgio exclaimed a quick prayer, and afterwards they tried to pierce Grando's heart again, but only in vain. In one final desperate attempt, the priest then performed a few exorcism prayers and subsequently sawed off the head of Grando. As soon as the teeth of the saw bit into Grando's neck, fresh blood began to pour out as he shrieked agonizingly. Once his torturous wail subsided, they knew that Grando had died once and for all. 
Another noteworthy account of a Strigoi is that of a story told in Franz Hartmann's 1909 book, An Authenticated Vampire Story. According to the story, children of a village in the Carpathian Mountains began to disappear, and the inhabitants started to suspect that it was an undead count who was still residing in his long-abandoned fortress. The villagers then burned the structure down and killed the Strigoi that had been inhabiting it. There are many other tales of similar entities across Eastern Europe. However, because they transpired so long ago, we will never know the entire truth behind them. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Bloody FM presents Hometown Ghost Stories, a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week, bringing you all the hauntings, from haunted houses to castles, bridges to asylums, wandering spirits to demons. Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. Strigoi. The most widely known lake serpent legend is the Loch Ness Monster. However, a lesser known but equally terrifying mystery resides in the Norwegian lake of Seljorsvatna. According to folklore of the region, a serpent-like creature named Selma lurks below the waters of Lake Seljorsvatna. The earliest eyewitness accounts date back to the 1700s. Most individuals who have claimed to see the creature describe it as being 35 to 40 feet long. One account in particular dates back to 1880, when a son and her mother cut a bizarre creature in half when it tried to attack them in their boat. The lower half of the creature squirmed as it submerged itself underneath the water, while the other half was left to rot on the shore. During another incident in the summer of 1918, a man named Carl Carlson went to go fishing off a bridge that crossed a portion of the lake. But then, out of nowhere, he saw a large creature close to the surface of the water approaching the bridge. In a panic, Carlson took off running and left his fishing pole behind. Later, he would describe the creature's head as similar to that of a horse. Two years later, a man by the name of Ivand decided to go fishing and also caught a startling glimpse of the creature. When he arrived at his fishing spot, he watched as the elusive animal crawled out of the lake. However, once it spotted that a human presence was nearby, the creature immediately retreated back into the water. Ivan described the creature as having the head of a crocodile with fin-like limbs. More recently, in 2001, an unnamed father and son were going to the lake to go swimming. However, as they approached the shores, they saw a serpent-like beast lying on the beach. The sun accidentally made a noise and the creature immediately turned its head towards them. The man's description of the animal was very similar to the previous description from eyewitnesses. Some believe the creature is the same species as the Scottish Nessie, while others interpret it as a mythological seahorse. Unfortunately, due to the lack of evidence, it's only up to you to decide whether or not the Selma Lake Monster is real at all. 
Tetzelworm. Haunting the Alps is the odious legend of a beast called the Totzelworm. It is described as a cross between a cat and a worm, or in other instances, half feline, half snake. One of the first accounts of a tatzel worm was recorded in 1779. A man named Hans Fuchs was wandering about the countryside when quite unexpectedly, two of the creatures crossed his path. The man was so terrified that he rushed back home and described what had happened before dying from cardiac arrest. It's not certain how the alleged creatures reacted when they saw Fuchs, although due to the severity of his fright, it can easily be interpreted that the strange animals he encountered were hostile. Over a century later in 1954, a photographer named Bulkin claimed to have caught the mysterious animal on film. This caused much interest in the creature, and so it was soon decided that an expedition would be led by Bulkin. However, and not surprisingly, nothing ever came of their hunt for the tonsil worm. Later, most experts who analyzed Bulkin's film would state that the video was nothing more than a hoax. Even so, eyewitnesses still come forth intermittently. Nukalavi. The Nukalavi is a fabled monster from Orcadian mythology that allegedly dwells in the sea. The being can be described as demon and horse-like with some human characteristics. It has been blamed throughout ancient history for negative natural occurrences such as droughts and famines. Although the Nukalavi's primary dwelling is underneath the ocean, according to some accounts it can come onto land, but is unable to cross any major body of fresh water. This is because it cannot tolerate fresh water. The Knuckle of e refuses to come onto land even during rain showers and thunderstorms. Its legend tells that the entity's breath is highly toxic and can kill crops and livestock. The more detailed descriptions of the Knuckle of e illustrate a truly disturbing picture. The creature has the torso of a man attached to the back of a horse. The arms are said to be able to reach the ground from the human-like torso, and some accounts describe it as having one or two heads. In addition, skin is never present on the creature, with muscle and yellow veins always being exposed. Pumping through the yellow veins is usually blood that is black in color. These details vary from time to time with the numerous accounts recorded, however the broader details of the Nukala V are usually the same. The mythical being is considered the most malevolent in and around the Scottish Islands. The origins of its legend are mainly influenced by Scandinavian and Celtic folklore. Mare According to Slavic and Germanic folklore, a mare is an evil spirit that rides on people's chests while they sleep, causing unpleasant dreams and sleep paralysis if their victims awaken. The word nightmare even derives from the name of this daunting legend. Mares usually take the appearance of an attractive woman with black hair, pale skin, and a nightgown. They are believed to enter the houses of their victims by slipping through tight cracks in the walls and floors in the form of sand or smoke. Mares usually target males and attack them during their sleep. However, they are also known to drain life from animals and plants, such as trees and horses. 
In addition to this, it's believed by many that mares are able to shapeshift into certain animals. To name a few, some include frogs, cats, oxen, dogs, and even wasps. However, throughout the different countries in Europe, some of these details vary. For instance, Polish folklore portrayed mares as spirits wandering from the bodies of restless people, while Romanian mythology sometimes depicted them as the offspring of two strigoi. During the age where the belief in these terrible beings was very common, people went to many lengths to ward off mares. Some of these included holding onto a blessed amulet at night, keeping brooms upside down behind doors, and even putting a belt on top of the bedsheets. Luckily, it appears this superstition has in fact died, even if sleep paralysis and terrible nightmares have quite obviously not. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow the Seriously Strange podcast so you don't miss what we've got in store for you. Watch the shadows and stay alive out there. Thanks to all of you for your support. The Seriously Strange podcast is made possible due in part to contributions made by our listeners like you. 
So if you would like to keep the Seriously Strange podcast online and accessible, please consider pressing the link that says support the show in the description of any podcast episode. You can then choose your preferred way to donate and send a contribution our way, because we can't do this without our listeners' support. If you decide to contribute, it's tremendously appreciated, and we thank you so much. We read every single message included with each contribution, so feel free to include your comments or even make a request for a future topic. Thanks for listening. We've got a lot more in store for you. Take care, and enjoy your next episode.